All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Another fun-filled week for us. A party, a date, a solo play session, and a birthday threesome, which we're going to talk about in detail very soon. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. You guys, Cassidy is awesome because it's an easy-to-navigate site that is specifically designed to help you find like-minded, sexy people. If you want to go on a date, if you want to find a meetup in your area, if you want to find an event, Cassidy is the place to go. We like Cassidy because there's a ton of different features on there. You can get into their forums and learn more about the lifestyle, communicate with other people about their lifestyle experiences. You can hop into communities for specific interests in the lifestyle. We have two of them, Front Porch Swingers and Vegas Hot Wives. And of course, you can just network with people, talk to them, send them messages. And if you want to try it all for free for 30 days, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's going to get you a free month when you click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage at frontporchswingers.com. Lots going on this past week. It has been a bit of a whirlwind. I'm very tired. Yeah, I lost track of days. I didn't. I thought yesterday was Friday. I'm, I was all screwed up. I think that's just our lives in general. I feel like every single week we get on and we're like, it was a crazy week. Yeah. But I also feel like we're having a shit ton of fun. So. We are. Yeah, and I talked to a couple at the party we were at last night, and they moved to Vegas for basically the same reasons we did. They went from Washington to Vegas because, you know, obviously travel again in and out of here is very easy. And they wanted to go someplace to have a good time all the time. Vegas is always something going on. You say it perfectly, which is if you can't find something fun to do in Vegas, you are not a fun person. Yeah. If you're bored here, you're just fucking boring. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Well, I had a very fun date and it was unique. I went out with T, who you guys have heard about on the show before. He has become a friend, a wonderful friend and somebody that I really enjoy fucking. But when we went out this past week, it was not a fuck date. It was a legit hangout date. Yeah, like he picked you up and you guys went to a a bar, tapas type place and then back to his place, which and you didn't have sex, which is very strange. So, yeah, it was like a legit date. Yeah, it was very freaking cool. I was, I felt very humbled that he wanted to do that. I think T is just unique in the lifestyle period, which I'm not sure he fully understands because he doesn't have a ridiculous amount of lifestyle experience. So he doesn't understand that he's really unique in this space yet. Well, all the experience he has, (laughs) he's gone through us apparently for the last month, I guess, or so. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, he's doing the right thing. He's also a very normal sort of guy. He likes to go out and have a drink and you know, just kind of unwind and not have sex be the the main focus of it. He just wanted your company, which is very cool. Yeah. I mean, it did have me a little torn because I'm a slut. (laughs) 
And when I go Everyone out, knows that. Even when you and I go out on date night, it's about the date, but it's also about the date being foreplay for you and I to fuck after the date. Yeah, but we do like to go and just kind of be stupid and goofy. Like, you know, last week we also did the tourist thing, right? We went to the strip and we had really expensive drinks and walked around and just did kind of stupid, you know, touristy shit just because we wanted to do something different and keep it light. And this is one of those things. It's kind of a break in the action, I guess you could say. You know, yeah, you totally could have just gone out with him or he could have come over here. You guys could have banged it out for an hour. Instead, you know, went for a drink, had a little tapas, back to his place, a little bit more of a romantic kind of situation. And that was it. Just had a good time. I'm not sure I call it romantic. For me, it was very friendly. It felt like a great friendly hangout, which I really appreciated. I did like it a lot. But the slut in me kept thinking, are we going to fuck? Is this going to happen? Well, and that's... then it didn't. And that was okay, too. But I just found it interesting. Yeah, but I think that's good. It's almost a good practice for you to not always believe that sex has to be the end result of a, of a date like that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I need to start and for me. start being a little bit more well-rounded, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'll be important for me as time goes on. Yeah, and it's funny. I knew as soon as you got home, he, when he dropped you off, that you guys did not have sex. How did you know? Well, you, you just look different. <laughs> you mean my hair wasn't fucked up? Well, I didn't have mascara running down my face. Yeah, but it's also like, it, it's obvious, like your your mannerisms are very different and your demeanor is different and your energy is different. So I knew instinctively you didn't have sex. I didn't even need to ask you. And of course we talked about it, but I knew you didn't. And I thought that's kind of cool because obviously the point of the date was not to have sex. It was just to go out and have a good time. Yeah, to socialize. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting experience. Of course, I want tease cock soon. So hopefully that will happen in the near future. It's about balance. We did the social thing. Now I want some sex. So Yeah, everything in moderation, you know. You also had a play date this week with, and it was absolutely a fuck date. Uh, yes, with the beautiful Nicole. Yeah, we talk I, about often on the show. Yeah, well, anytime I, you know when I have my usually now it's like a weekly thing. We did miss one week, but th- we did get it in this week. Very literally, you did get it in this. But week. I know when uh, I'm headed over to the house and she answers the door. Typically, she's naked before we even hit the staircase. So I know that we're there. You know, it, we're playing. There's That's not a conversation we're, we need to have. And it's always a great fucking time. We'll probably talk more in detail about that on a, another episode. But it's always fun to, to play with her. She's so fucking hot. I think that's one of the sexiest things about her is how confident she is in her body. And she's just willing to strip off the clothing. And you can tell she's not overthinking it in her head. That's such a cool quality for a woman to have. Well, like the party we were at last night, of course... Nick and Nicole attended it with us, and she was the first or second one undressed. As soon as somebody said, hey, are we getting undressed? Her clothes were off. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was really fast, Superman. How'd that happen? (laughs) Naked Superman. Yeah. I mean, just totally just stripped it right down. Yeah. I love that about her. She's great. Super (laughs) comfortable and just, you know, just a lot of fun. And sex with her is a blast, obviously. Well, I'm planning on seeing her husband next week, so that'll be really fun. I have not had the chance to spend any real alone time with him in a couple weeks, and I miss it. Well, you did get to suck his cock last night, but that was in the, a group of like 20 people. That's not the same. It was very hot. I'll suck his cock pretty much anywhere that I'm not going to get arrested for doing so. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> I want some alone time with him. I think one of the reasons I like spending alone time with him, period, is because I love speaking to him after the cock sucking and fucking is over. Well, that's the that's the cool part about, again, having sex with friends is once you've had the hot, sweaty monkey sex, you just kind of hang out and lay there or whatever and chat for 20 or 30 minutes like as if that never happened and it's just you know normal sort of shit yeah you know i like that the best it's so that's how you know it's comfortable yep it's just easy 
I like that. Agreed. We also, we've obviously been spending a lot of time with Nick and Nicole because we also went to a wine tasting with them yesterday afternoon, which was fantastic because... First of all, I haven't gone to a wine tasting in a very long time. No, I'm not a... exactly a wine connoisseur. <laughs> Everyone was trying to guess like the notes in the wines and I was the fucking worst at it. Well, you have not consumed a lot of wine in your life. So, you know, that's not your go-to. No, I can tell you just about anything you want to know about a beer. I'm a beer enthusiast, but wine, maybe not so much. But it was a very fun experience. I'm glad we got to do something different. And I think that was the whole point of it for me too was we don't always have to go do the exact same things we can branch out and do different things with nick and nicole because they're really fucking good friends well that's just it they they had the same issue that you and i have run into from time to time as we have been in the lifestyle is finding people that you can gel with in and out of the bedroom and do just you know your basic normal vanilla shit now i will say it's always a little weird when we're out with friends like like that in an environment that does not lend itself to you know the lifestyle because you're catching yourself (laughs) saying shit like for example (laughs) what you said which is fucking hilarious all of us trying not to laugh it was not easy. There were a couple of opportunities for what could have turned into a very awkward situation for a lot of people. So what happened was there was a glass of wine and the gentleman who is pouring the wine the for us yeah. tells us that it has almond notes and asks if anyone can taste the almond notes. And I was like, yes, I can taste the almond notes, but I can't taste any of the other fruit notes that you're talking about. But I guess that's because I eat a lot of nuts and yeah. everyone just like stone faced. I like, just about around. spit my wine out. I was like, she did not just say that is anyone going to pick that up and to everyone's credit no one did we all just kind of kept it together and then of course he left the area we were in and everyone we were all like did you just fucking say that did you actually say you eat a lot of nuts have a lot of nuts in my mouth at least i didn't say that oh god it could have been worse yeah it was so fucking funny yeah so anyway there were a couple of opportunities for awkwardness had we uh kind of pounced on them but we left it alone it was also didn't touch each other really at this event because they knew one of the people that was at this place yes so we didn't want to make them uncomfortable or out them or anything like that so i found that the most interesting i so badly wanted to rub nick's arm yes the norm Yeah, or kiss him on the cheek, and I couldn't do any of that, and it did feel a little limiting. I didn't really love it. I loved the experience, but I didn't love not being able to touch him. Well, it's funny because you and I were, I was being so cautious about that because obviously, much like, you know, you are with Nick, Nicole and I will be, like, my hand will be on her ass, we'll be touching each other. I was so concerned about giving off that vibe that you and I weren't even touching each other. I know it was weird. It was so strange. We were standing around this barrel, this aged barrel and, you know, drinking our wine and all four of us were like a good distance apart from each other. Like they weren't touching each other. You and I weren't touching each other. We just didn't want to give off any overtly sexual vibes, I guess, <laughs> in this very vanilla space. It was completely asexual as a result. Oh yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, you know, you talk about balance after that, a couple hours later we are at a naked by sex party well yeah we you were. have to if you can't touch each other at the wine tasting you have to be in an environment where you can touch each other yeah it's just nice to be able to make that transition with them so seamlessly yeah we went you to know? a bi birthday party well first we went to the gay bar and met everyone there which i fucking love yeah listen pro tip if you're headed to vegas and you want to drink on the cheap you go to the gay bars. Yes. That's where you go. They have heavy pours. Heavy pours. You pay for the first drink. You get a ticket. 
for the next drink, it's a dollar. Yep. You cannot go wrong in these places, which is why they're always busy and always a fucking blast. And everyone's always so fucking friendly. Well, sure. They're drinking hard for very inexpensively and they're just happy to be there for the party. It was a fucking great time. Yeah, it was. And then we went to the buy birthday party and that was fun. It was an interesting experience for us, which I think we're still kind of dissecting and deciding exactly why that is. Well, there's a, well, a lot of reasons, I think. First of all, we were in the company of friends, obviously. Nick and Nicole were there. The hosts of the party also are friends. The birthday boy is our friend. And then there were some folks that we had never met before. There was a couple, very attractive, very cool couple that I apparently had communicated with on Cassidy back in November. The husband mentioned it to me as we started to talk to each other. I didn't remember it. It was just so long ago. And of course, holidays ensued and they went on vacation and did their thing. So we lost touch. But other than that, we didn't know anybody else in the room and they didn't know us. So you never know what you're going to get when you put people together that have never met before, especially in an environment where within 10 minutes of being in the, in the condo, you're naked. Essentially, you know, that that could be a really strange kind of situation for a lot of people. And it certainly was for me. Yeah, I think you were definitely not feeling as sexual as you have in other experiences that are similar to this, which is totally fine. I definitely wanted to play and I jumped in a couple of times, sucked a couple of cocks. It was a fun night. It just was not as explosive as some of the other experiences we've had with parts of this group in the past. Yeah, for me, a lot of this is mental, right? And and it's a, it's an energy thing. And I just don't think I my energy aligned with some of the folks that were in that room, which makes it a little awkward because when you've got 16, 17, 18 people in a smaller space and everyone's naked, if your energies aren't aligning, you're doing some juggling. Yeah. You know, it's it's it can be really awkward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I still had a great time. I still think it was a very good experience. And I'm really glad we got to celebrate with the birthday boy because he has quickly become one of my favorite people. Oh, he's... Wait, listen, we love him. He's great. He's just so funny. He's fucking hilarious. He's a sweet man. So I'm so glad that we, we got to celebrate with him for his birthday. And even if every single party we go to doesn't completely knock it out of the park, I think there's always positives to come out of it. Well, yeah, it was, it was nice to see our friends again. It was nice to reconnect apparently that uh, the, with this couple that I had been chatting with. Yeah, so, are you going to reach back out to them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so there are some folks that we also got to see this time that were at the last party we attended that we really didn't have a chance to connect with. Right. And they host big parties in town as well. So yeah, it was, for me, it was a networking thing. I know you like to go and, you know, suck as much cock as you can and, and, you know, bang as much as you can. For me, I like the networking piece of it. You're the responsible one. You want to get people's numbers and potentially talk with them down the road and have it actually make sense. I'm just like, give me the cock, stick the cocks in my mouth, pussy yeah. in my mouth too. I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll take what I can get in that environment if I'm attracted to you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Listen, there were some fun parts. I was in the hot tub with Nicole and eight other people. It was a tight squeeze, but we all got in there, you know. And there's always some touching and rubbing and feeling, and there's a, there are sexy moments to it. But for me, I really need that more, more of a one-on-one intimate kind of thing. That's the other thing. In this particular, at this particular party, there were no private spaces. Yes. It was all open. I am not playing in the open. Yeah. I've never been that guy. It's not really my comfort zone. So it's a little bit more difficult for me. You've been that guy, but it's been a long time. I've heard stories from your heydays where you were fucking in like showers with 12 people. Yeah, you're talking about a very different time in my life. <laughs> 
That is not a thing these days. A different Brian, for yeah, sure. <laughs> not a thing these days. Uh, not necessarily a better Brian in any way, shape, or form from no, the sounds of it. <laughs> no, I didn't say better. I said different. Yeah, it's a very different thing for me now. So, yeah, it, but again, great time, great seeing our friends. It's just a unique experience. You know, we were at the same condo that we were at for the first party we attended. And man, what a fucking spectacular view. We finally took a picture of it to share with our friends because it's so fucking nice. Oh, it was lovely. Yes. Yeah, very cool experience. So I want to talk about a single guy tip of the week that has really been weighing on my mind as we are vetting guys for our events, because I'm looking at a lot of single guy profiles and I'm looking at them with a little bit different eye than I have in the past, right? Because these are not necessarily guys I'm picking out for myself. These are guys that we are vetting to potentially come to an event and engage with a large number of people. And I think one of the things that has really made certain guys stand out is what you referred to as having a good lifestyle resume. Right. And that can look like a lot of different things. For some people, I you know, they, for example, have a bunch of verifications on Cassidy or on whatever site they're on. Basically, people saying, hey, we know this person. We met them at X, Y, and Z thing, and they're a good dude, or we've played together before, and it was an amazing experience. I like seeing those things because it means that you provided a good enough experience for that person, whether it be sexual or or just social, that they felt compelled to actually write that for you. Yeah, even if the experience didn't result in play or any kind of adult activity necessarily of the naked variety, you left a good enough impression that someone felt like, yeah, I'm going to give this person uh, a solid validation. We met them. He was nice. He was respectful, showed up on time. That's always a big deal. A lot of times you'll see, oh, it smelled really good. He was really well-dressed. That says volumes. doesn't mean that that initial interaction needs to result in play. It simply means you did the right thing, you know, and that's important. Yeah. And I also think that more couples should be giving single guys validations. Like if you meet an awesome guy and he just does something that really sets him apart from other guys, share that information because it benefits all of us that are potentially interested in said single guy. Well, yeah, it's like Yelp right? Everyone's real fucking quick to jump on there and give a shitty review. Right. (laughs) Very rarely are people getting on there going, what a fucking amazing time we had. Or, you know, it's the same kind of thing. They'll jump out there and tell you what a shitbag somebody is or a couple, but they won't give you a glowing recommendation, which it's funny because we've run into this before. We've run into couples who play in the same way we do, the hot wife space and, and, and very similarly to how we interact. And we've heard that a lot of them, a lot of times, won't give the validation, won't share the information because they don't want to share the single guy. Yeah, they're gatekeeping the single guys. Yeah, what they're the, the key holders. That's horseshit. That is horseshit. Yeah. I mean, especially because we share everybody that we know (laughs) we try to introduce everyone to everyone we know because it just makes for a better fucking time when we get everybody together well and because if we truly care about the our lifestyle friends we want them to have fun we want them to have the best possible experience they can have in the lifestyle yeah why would you not want your friends to get laid too and have a good fucking time yeah i do think single guys should look at every interaction whether it's sexual or social as a way to leave a good impression yeah and i don't think that happens all the time i think if 
I've heard from single guys that they act differently if they're interested in fucking a couple or a woman versus if they are just interacting socially with them and there isn't necessarily that interest there. And to me, it's like I can understand the nuances being different, but the level of respect and the way that you present yourself as, you know, a professional, sophisticated person should be the same no matter who you're interacting with because you never know who that person could potentially introduce you to. Well, that's the thing, right? For the single guys, it's having that forethought like, well, even if this couple isn't necessarily a match for me, I want to put my best foot forward because they might know the next couple I'm going to meet and they can either give me a great recommendation or veto me because of my behavior. That's really important. You really got, you know, single guys, especially man in this space in, in large, you know, metropolitan areas, you've got to be a step ahead or you're just going to get left behind. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much freaking competition here. But that being said, as we're vetting these guys and as I'm looking at all of these profiles, I see how few of them are fantastic, at least on paper, right? Right. At least in the digital world. I see how few of them really go above and beyond, how few of them have glowing verifications. So there really aren't a huge number of ridiculously impressive single men. So if you can just put yourself out there a little bit ahead of the the pack, you're going to be awesome. You're going to be in a great place. Yeah, we say it all the time. It's like, you know, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just got to outrun the other guy. Yeah, I mean, That's you really should always you try to outrun the bear. Oh, <laughs> for sure you should. But you're in a situation as a single man in this space, you're at a deficit already. You're playing from behind. Why not really do a solid job of meeting a couple or whomever, putting your best foot forward, being dressed properly, obviously smelling good and being hygienic and being on fucking time. Just be on time. If you were a single guy in this space and all you did was show up on time or early, you are ahead of 95% of the other single guys already. That's (laughs) That's all you need to fucking do. You do not have to cure fucking cancer here. You just have to be there early. Well, what was so interesting to me is the last hot wife encounter that we talked about on the show with the fantastic single guy. While we gave him glowing reviews on the show, I was shocked by the number of people who listened to that episode and then reached out and were like, oh my God, this is like the holy grail of single men. And I'm like, well, he was awesome. But there are other awesome guys like him out there. He's not one of a kind. No. There are a lot of great guys out there who do the right thing. You just have to wade through a lot of bullshit to get to them. And that's where this whole idea of a lifestyle resume really comes into play. Yeah. If you can have people who are in your corner as a single guy and willing to introduce you to people and willing to help you network all because you were just respectful of them and their time and their energy and their sexual boundaries, you're going to be so well off. Look, if you're a single dude in this space, you want to build a solid lifestyle resume. And that includes, in large part, validations from people that you have met, not just played with, but that you have met, that you have left a good impression with. And that's something you absolutely want in your arsenal. It's a big deal. The difference between, like, especially now with you looking at a lot of these bios, between a guy who has no validations but a bunch of friends on his thing yeah. versus a guy with a few friends and two or three solid reviews, that's, I mean, it speaks volumes. 
volumes. Yes, it does. Yeah, if you have a hundred friends on Cassidy and not a single one of them is willing to vouch for you as a good person, right. that tells you something. Yeah, we're just we're just picture sharing. That's all you guys are doing. You haven't actually met or you haven't left a good enough impression with anyone to make them want to do that Yeah, for maybe you. you're just super mediocre. Yeah, yeah. So that's a huge deal. I think I need to do a better job of validating the single guys that we're interacting with Absolutely. online. I, as I'm saying this, I realize how few validations we have truly done and I could be doing a much better job of that. Absolutely. We need to go. We need to certainly look into doing that. Yeah. For sure. So anyway, that's our thoughts on uh, creating a lifestyle resume and really taking it seriously when you're networking with people and you're interacting with lifestylers, thinking of it in terms of how can I create a good lasting impression? Absolutely. So I am thrilled to be talking about today's subject. It is so fucking hot. It was not my idea, which I also love because it oh, was- Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a birthday present basically for you from Nicole. Oh, I had no idea. It wasn't your idea. No, what? You think I'm just always the instigator of the trouble? Yes. I, well, I'm not. I think Nicole's equally as much of a troublemaker She's as I She's just as mischievous. No which question. is one of the reasons I love her. Absolutely. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about a birthday threesome very soon. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Everly Well. You guys know that we make pleasure a priority in our lives, and therefore our sexual health is incredibly important to us. Knowing our STD status protects us and our partners, and now we can discreetly test at home with Everly Well. Everly Well at-home tests give you a physician-reviewed results and personalized insights, so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. This couldn't be easier. Brian and I are using this going forward to know our STI statuses. They literally are going to send us a package every time we want to test. We do the quick test. It took us three or four minutes the last time we did it, sent it off, and we had our results in less than a week. And I had so much peace of mind knowing that we could communicate our results with our partners and also just know them ourselves. It was so easy. It was inexpensive. And we're totally using Everly while going forward. Here's how it works. Everlywell ships you an at-home lab test straight to your door with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Using their prepaid shipping label, you mail your test back to a certified lab. In just a few days, your physician reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device, and you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide you in next steps. And for listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off one at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash FPS. That's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash FPS. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because, like a lot of folks, I wanted more energy, I wanted better gut health, and a more optimized immune system. I am not a fan of taking pills or vitamins, and this was a perfect alternative to that. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This is a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, and your immune system and most importantly energy for recovery and focus which for me is some of the most important things in my life 
Athletic Greens contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes great. And the best part is it costs you less than $3 per day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the dreaded cold and flu season. It's one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We have so many events coming up, some that we are just attending and others that we are hosting. One that we're attending I am so excited about is the Splash Takeover happening in Atlanta, June 2nd through the 5th. We are so pumped to be going to this event because it's being hosted by great people in an amazing hotel, and there's a lot going on for this event, you guys. So if you want to join us, make sure you head on over to members.frontportswingers.com and click on the link. Yeah, also, so here in Vegas, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, we have the Hot Wives of Las Vegas event in an amazing venue. Cannot wait for that. We then turn around, hop on a plane to Denver, and we then host the Hot Wives of Denver event on Saturday, March 19th. Both events also, much like the Splash Takeover, you can find at members.frontportswingers.com, along with all of the other events that we have coming up. So as we were preparing for the experience that we're going to talk about today, we realized it had literally been two years since we had previously had such an experience. Yeah, we had threesomes, both you and I, for our birthdays back in February of 2020. Right and, before the world collapsed. <laughs> yeah, and it was you and myself and Hannah for my birthday, which was just so much fucking fun. But yeah, we hadn't done it since. Yeah, I know. And I was so excited to do it again because we're, what we're going to be talking about today is a female, male, female threesome. And I love that because I'm bisexual and because I love being able to experience the masculine and fem feminine energy at the same time. But I was also very excited because this was the first time we were doing such a thing with Nicole, who has, as we have talked about multiple times, become a very close friend of ours. I love her company socially. And I would be lying if I didn't say that I was a little excited to spend a little bit more sexual time with her as well. Yeah, I am very fortunate that I get to spend some naked time with her usually once a, a week. And this was a surprise. I had no idea that you guys had put this together. In fact, I only just now found out it wasn't your idea. Yeah, she had texted me about a week before your birthday and said, what do you think Brian would think of a birthday threesome for him? And I was like, I think he would probably love that. And I was going to keep it a complete secret. But one of the things I've learned about with you is if you're not kind of in the headspace and prepared for something, a lot of times it can throw you off and it's not quite as good of an experience. So I did finally tell you about two days before your birthday. Well, yeah. And also I was planning on not being home at the time that you had this thing put together. So you had to tell me well, that's not going to work because we have plans. I'm like, what the fuck you mean do we have? We have plans. What plans do we have? And then you told me and I thought, okay, I will absolutely change my plans then if that's what we're doing. But yeah, if you had just sprung it on me, I would have been a little thrown off for sure. You change your plans for a threesome. That sounds about right. Well, with you and Nicole, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I loved that. I loved that she wanted to do this for your birthday. And the way that she put it was, I want to give Brian something special for his birthday. Do you think this would be that something special that he would enjoy? I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he would enjoy fucking both of us. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I enjoy it anyway. So why not together? You know? 
So day of, she comes over to our place and I had gotten our place really nice looking because Nicole had never been here before, which I didn't realize. Oh yeah, Nick right. has been here multiple times. Nicole has never because you always go to her. And then when the four of us meet out, we usually meet in a public location. Right. So this was the first time she was coming to our place and I was excited about that. So I made sure it was all clean. The bedroom was set up really nicely. I also went in ahead of time and opened multiple condoms and set them out on this little stand that we have in our bedroom because one of the lessons I had learned from previous threesomes with another woman is you go through a shit ton of condoms. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I just joked about it. She and I were together a couple of days ago prior to us uh, actually recording this and I had condoms on the nightstand at their place and I was getting ready to get the second condom. I was like, oh, my, you know, my supporter is not here. You know, my spot's <laughs> not here. Normally, Brenna opens up the condoms for me, uh, as you know. sex assistant. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, we got kind of laughed about it because I opened one and didn't open the others because I wasn't thinking ahead. So anyway, it's always nice to have you there to support me. Yeah. Constant wing woman. You're so welcome. <laughs> but for your birthday, I was like, I'm going to take all the stress out of it. I had a lube set out. I had the condoms open sitting out. She comes to our house. And of course, she always looks fucking beautiful. I mean, she's just a beautiful woman. She's always very well put together yeah. and classy. Like she looks like the type of woman that you would meet at a wine tasting. Yeah, of course. And we actually were with her at a wine tasting, which just makes sense. I know. It's just yeah. perfect. But so. she did have a unique piece of lingerie. Well, she said that she was going to go into the restroom really quick and then she'd be right back out. I did not expect her to come out in this fucking amazing piece of lingerie. Yeah, she's got a pair of black panties on and this kind of sheer top. But the, the piece that's covering her breasts is a bow. It's a ribbon. It's that, a red ribbon. Yeah, so that, it's black everywhere except this red ribbon over her tits. Yeah, which you basically untie and reveal her amazing tits. And she said she got it specifically for your birthday so that you could unwrap her as a gift. Yeah. I fucking loved that. This is, I love this woman. She's amazing. It was so cool. I'd never seen anything like that. And I, because at first I thought, oh, this is just kind of a design. Uh uh. You pulled that string and that thing just came unraveled. It was really <laughs> fucking nice. But of course, in typical Nicole fashion, it didn't stay on her long. She just peels everything right off. Yes. And I also put on your favorite piece of lingerie that I have, which yes. is this little wine. We talk about it a lot on the podcast because I wear it a lot because you love seeing me in it. It's this wine colored kind of drapey little number. Yeah. And it hugs me in all the right places. So she has this beautiful bow outfit on and I have the wine colored drapey slip on and we're standing in the kitchen and I'm like, can we go into the bedroom? I kind of rudely interrupted you because I was like, I am fucking turned on right now. Yeah, you are so rude sometimes. I'm literally in mid-sentence. You're like, I don't care about this. Can we go inside? I'm like, can I finish what the fuck I was just saying? I mean, No, you, you cannot. Know. Yeah, I mean, you're just so eager to get everybody naked. I don't mean to be rude. I just want your cock. Yeah, well, anyway, we end up in the bedroom where I unwrapped Nicole. Yes. And then uh, all of us, actually, you guys got on the bed first. Yes, we did. We, In fact, we were kind of kissing on each other. And I love kissing Nicole because she has the most soft skin, the most soft lips. This is one of the reasons that I love playing with multiple genders because... 
kissing Nicole is very different than kissing any man I've ever kissed. Well, sure. I mean, she also, she smells great. Her body reacts really quickly depending on what you're doing. And it's so obvious that it's something is, is working for her and it just, it just drives you. She also has this very sexual energy. Now that I've been around her enough, I feel it exude from her all the time. And for me, it's kind of like foreplay. Like if I'm around her and we're not in a sexual situation, I think about what it would be like to make out with her or to have my hands on her because she just exudes this sexual energy all the time. Yeah, we were at this uh, that wine tasting we were talking about. We met in the parking lot before we went into the place and she greeted me, of course, and she kissed me. And it's you, you can't help it. Like, I want to put my hands on her ass. Yeah. But I know I can't do that because we are in a public place and the arena we found ourselves in was not conducive to the lifestyle. So you got to kind of pull back. But yeah, even when she's just kissing you, hello, it's like energy, you know, yes. it just it exudes from her. So she and I are making out, and I think she and I were actually standing at the edge of the bed, and you were laying on the bed at Yes, first. I was laying on the bed, aggressively stroking my cock, watching this, just waiting to see where this thing was going next, because you and I have not had a threesome in a while. I will also say that was interesting for me because it had been two years and I feel like in most other situations, you just kind of fall naturally into it. But for anyone that hasn't had a threesome with two women and one man, it's not as easy as you would think. It's certainly not as easy as other dynamics that exist because I think that there's a lot more thought that goes into it, especially for the guy from your perspective, from what you've told me. Well, yeah, because first of all, I'm accustomed to playing with Nicole primarily alone. Now, we have been in the same room with she and Nick and played together, but still very much kind of independent of one another. So I understand what she and I are normally like and obviously what you and I are normally like, but having the both of you there puts me in a place where I want to make sure I'm paying ample attention to both of you. Yeah, you you have a juggling act going on. Yeah, so I don't want to pay too much attention to your vagina and not <laughs> enough to hers. And I want to feel on all the tits and make sure everybody's getting you know equal time. So yeah, you're I'm in my head, obviously, because I want to make sure that everyone's having a great fucking time. I know I am, so I want to make sure everybody else is. So I think next, Nicole got on the bed with you first, right? She did. And she started kind of kissing on you at first. And that was hot because you had your hand planted on her her ass while you guys are making out and I just get to kind of stand and peer in on this whole scene it was very erotic for me yeah because even though we've all kind of been together you've well you did get to watch me with her the one time yes. uh, when we were at their place but you know this obviously is a little bit different because you weren't involved then you just basically watched right and this time it was very much three-dimensional for you you were hands-on pretty quickly uh, you started touching on her and then both of you started sucking my cock which well, was lovely no first one what happened is she was sucking your cock and I started rubbing her ass from the back and I started running my fingers up and down her back and then I started just very lightly playing with her pussy from behind right. which was fucking hot because she was already wet and I can kind of look around her a little bit to see her sucking your cock at the same time that I'm touching her pussy it was very sexy yeah I try to move her hair away from her face so that I could see her as well I do that all the time <laughs> so then after I touched her a little bit I came around to the side 
and I started sucking on, on your cock with her. Right. So I was licking your balls a little bit while she was sucking on the shaft and then we kind of swapped and then we were both licking your cock at the same time and kind of kissing each, each other a little bit, that whole double blowjob moment that I know so many men just lust yeah. after. It doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't suck. Now, we, I do have to say there was one of those awkward moments that only you could provide, <laughs> which I kept kind of to myself for as long as I possibly could. Okay. So you are obviously applying lube. You got a new lube that you did not alert me of. I was at one point shortly after you guys were both sucking my cock, I went down on Nicole and started licking her pussy, which everyone knows I enjoy immensely. Yes. She makes the most amazing noises and her body moves in the, the most rhythmic way when you start getting into, you know, in kind of time with her body. It's amazing. So my feet are kind of facing the foot of the bed and her head is facing the headboard. Well, at some point you started stroking my cock. Yes. Okay. So I'm kind of lifting myself up and so you can get underneath me. Well, you're stroking my cock, you're rubbing my balls. You pumped some lube into your hand. I am not thinking about what lube you're using because I, I thought it was our standard lube. You had wanted to try out some new lube. It was organic. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. It organically burned my balls. So... <laughs> I had just shaved, obviously. I shave everything. And I had just shaved that morning. You put that lube, your, as soon as your hand touched my balls, I was on fire. But I did not want to stop. Yeah, well, it was fucking hot because you're going down on her. You're basically on your knees, kind of angling your cock away from her and towards me while you're still slicking on her beautiful pussy. Yeah. So you have your face buried. I am rubbing your cock and your balls from behind. And you didn't say a word about it burning. So I was like, this is fucking hot. And meanwhile, I'm sure in your mind, you're like, oh, my fucking God, what's going on? Oh, it was hot. It was real fucking hot on my fucking ball sack. So I'm going down on her. Of course, I've, I've got her her thighs in each of my hand. I'm, then, of course, I'm playing with her amazing breasts. And she makes the most incredible noises. And I am trying not to concentrate on just how badly this burns because she's super close to having an orgasm. I am not going to be the guy that stops to go wash my balls off mid-orgasm. Yeah, that would no, be super inappropriate. Definitely not a yeah, good thing. You don't do that to a friend. So... <laughs> I'm really concentrating on making that not an issue. So once she had an orgasm, we were still continuing. I'm, I'm very gently kind of licking on her because she's super sensitive and biting her thighs a little bit. And I moved up and started kind of licking on her nipples and we were kissing a little. I then had to excuse myself at that point. I said, hey guys, I'll be right back. Continue what you're doing. And I went to the restroom to wash myself off. Yeah. Holy shit. Did that stuff burn? So meanwhile, you're washing your burning cock and Nicole and I are kissing on each other, making out with each other. I had no idea what was going on. So it was still super erotic for me. I'm, you know, getting to just touch all over her beautiful skin and she's rubbing on my legs. And then my because the draping on the outfit I had on was so low, it was really easy to just kind of pull it down a little bit. And she started sucking on my tits. And then you came back and immediately started going down on me while... While she is licking on my tits. Yeah, you're on your back. She was kind of off to your left side. And I just started going down on you because, well, you were there and available. And so <laughs> uh, I just started licking your pussy. And then you had an orgasm. And then she and I kind of started making out 
next to you and you kind of slid off to the side off the side of the bed and then I, you disappeared for a few minutes and maybe just kind of watched us i guess from the foot of the bed yes what I, you were did. Doing. I, I just sat on the floor right by the edge of the bed and just watched you guys because yeah. like i has, have said the last time i got to voyeur in on you and nicole playing together you have this amazing way of creating like a rhythm with each other your bodies move in synchronicity with each other and it's fucking hot to watch it is it's like this incredible erotic dance so me being able to just peer in on that I was so turned on I was playing with my pussy just a little bit while you were just licking her and sucking on her and kissing on her and it was hot well that's just all part of getting to know somebody and being more familiar which is what we talk about all the time the part that I like the best it would be almost like you being able to watch you and I having sex because we understand each other's bodies so well. Yeah. Once you become accustomed to someone and, and how they react to certain things, for me, it just, it, it makes it that much better. So I know where to touch her, where not to touch her and, and in what situations I should do something. And for me, it just makes it that much more exciting. Yeah. You know? So I think fairly quickly after that, I handed you a condom. You did. Well, no, that's not actually, that's not true because the first thing that happened before you handed me the condom, you had made this suggestion that she sit on my face and you ride my cock because that's what we did with Hannah and it was super fucking hot. Yes. Well, of course, here's what happens. Nicole sits on my face. Yes. Only she's reverse cowgirl basically on my face facing you. And she and I are so engrossed in this and I am licking every bit of her and she's sucking my cock now as well. You didn't even get a chance to ride my cock before she came while she was sitting on my face and then we just kind of, we moved, she got off and then you and I started making out a little bit, but, and now at this point, I am going to need to fuck somebody. This has to happen. <laughs> right. So you didn't even get a chance to ride my cock because of how hot that was. And you were still sitting at the edge or the foot of the bed, kind of watching her ride my face. Yeah. Well, I was sucking your balls a little bit and stuff too. I got a little bit involved. I kissed her a couple of times and then I sucked on your balls again. Yeah. Because you made the hilarious comment. Can you tell who's sucking your cock? Well, yeah, because you're talking and my cock is in someone's mouth. So, yes, I can. I am so intelligent sometimes. Yeah. I mean, if there's an awkward moment to be had, you are certainly going to be the conductor of said awkward moment. You're welcome. I keep you on your toes. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know who's sucking my cock. You're talking. I can hear you. It's awesome. So then I think fairly quickly after that, I handed you the condom because I think your exact words were, I, I'm going to need to fuck <laughs> or yeah, something I, along yeah. those lines. And I was like, okay. I need to fuck somebody. I just need a willing participant. <laughs> so I handed you a condom. And then what was very sexy about it is like you're putting it on and Nicole is just staring at you while you're doing this. And she has like a lust in her eyes for you. That turns me on. I think that's a little bit of that cuck queen that I have in me, that idea of like, you are going to fuck someone else and they are so into it and that turns me on yeah there's something about it and you know of course she's kind of touching on me and touching my leg a little bit while i'm putting the condom on and yeah there's just something sexy about you know having that connection with someone because that's not unusual when she and i are playing a lot of times depending on the situation that we're in she's looking right at me when i'm doing it uh and of course sometimes i'm awkward anyway because i gotta get off the bed forget to put the condom by the headboard because we're too excited because she's already naked and you know i'm not thinking straight yeah i so, guess my point is it's not so much the connection i'm glad you guys have this great friendship that's not what's erotic to me what's erotic is that she fucking wants you she wanted your cock in that moment and i was like fuck i love that well there's nothing quite like 
being desired right in that moment like you know instinctively the person that you are with or about to be with genuinely wants to be with you you say it all the time it's not like i'm just a body or just whatever it, they want to be with you yeah that's a big deal fucking hot you know so yeah she's on her back i start fucking her which is always fucking lovely and it's amazing because you're in like this frog position almost. You have her legs up and bent yes. so that you can really get in deep. And you're just using your legs and your knees to like push up into her. And it was fucking hot because I get that experience all the time. You fuck me like that all the time. But being able to see you in that position and like your leg muscles are rippling and she's making all these noises while you're just fucking her. I'm like, oh my God, this is so hot. Yeah, I know instinctively that when she and I are in a, a particular situation or particular position, I, at this point, almost know exactly what I have to do to get her to orgasm, which is always my goal. I want my partner, certainly or my friend who's my partner to have the most amazing experience. So yeah, it, I love doing that with her because her facial expressions are enough to to let you know that what you're doing is working. She just closes her eyes and it's like she just gets lost yeah, in it. She's just somewhere else. Okay. And I don't even care where she is as long as she's enjoying wherever it is that she is. <laughs> You know, and of course I'll reach around and play with her her boobs, which are fucking amazing in that position anyway. And I'll grab a hold of her ass and get kind of give myself a little bit more leverage. And we did that for quite a while. And then of course I pull the condom off and then you get on the bed, you start going down on her and I start fucking you from behind. So I'm standing at the foot of the bed at this point. Yes. And I loved it because I got to lick her amazing pussy, but you were fucking me pretty <laughs> hard. And I thought I was going to fucking bite her clit at one point. Like my teeth almost hit her pelvic bone. Yeah. So we, we you kind of stopped doing that because I, we were, it was just becoming uncomfortable. And I just started fucking you from behind and- Nicole was watching us. She was kind of touching on you and touching on me. And you and I were in that position for a while. You were on your stomach and I was fucking you from behind. That, that, that was a good 10 minutes of hard pounding. And I loved that because Nic the look on Nicole's face while she's watching us was that she was really enjoying the view too. I don't think that many people have gotten to see us really fuck. No, Because no. we are rough with each other. I'm constantly like reaching back and grabbing onto your legs and you're grabbing onto my hair and sometimes you're kind of choking me with one hand and we're very rough and primal with each other but being able to share that part of ourselves with other people doesn't happen that often and when it does I feel like people are like fuck that's hot and well, then I'm like well all of our sex is hot yeah and also like I'm smacking you on the ass and pulling your hair and while I do a little bit of that with Nicole it's very light nothing like you and I do and for someone to see that kind of how we play at that level and that intensity, uh, it's very, it's different. It, you know, it affects them differently. And even, you know, she made a comment about it. Like I could never take that. It's like, <laughs> it's so hot, but I can never take that. So yeah, I mean, it's a very different dynamic, but having her watch was really kind of hot. It was hot. I was very, very turned on by that. I did realize, and this is where I was talking about the whole being out of practice thing, because while we had all of these different positions we were in and we were having a great time with each other, it did kind of feel like the crescendo was still needing to happen. Right. And I kind of decided that I wanted you and she to just have that moment together for two reasons. One, because I felt like you might be a little bit more comfortable with just her and not having to worry about my pleasure in that moment and I this was for your birthday so it was about you but the other part of it was I knew that if I went into the living room and I could hear you guys but I couldn't see you guys that I would be equally as turned on 
Oh yeah. Well, I told you that's one of the things I love the most. I'm never, I'm not, I shouldn't say never. I'm rarely around when you're having a, a solo play date. Like I'm not in the other room anymore these days. Very, very infrequently does that happen. But I need to remind myself of just how fucking hot that is because it, it, anyone who hasn't experienced that yet, that has any, any interest at all in the kind of, you know, the hot wife space or solo play with your partner, it's next level intense because it, you're not seeing it. You're just hearing it. And if you know your partner well enough, you know what's happening. Like yes. I know whether you're on your stomach or on your back or sucking cock or whatever, or, well, or someone's going down on you. I can tell just from your sounds. For me, there were moments where I knew exactly what was happening and then other moments where I had to use my imagination to kind of fill in the blanks. And that was also super hot for me. So I leave you guys. I go and sit in the living room and I'm hearing moans and I'm hearing noises. I hear at one point, you know, the slapping, which you can talk about what's happening in that moment. But I'm having to kind of visualize for myself what I think this looks like if I were sitting in that room. And somehow that made it even more intense for me yeah once you stepped out i went back down on her again for a few minutes and then she started sucking my cock the condoms now are on the bed you were nice enough to leave them open and on the bed which is always <laughs> appreciated and i actually made a comment about it I'm like oh i don't have to go too far they're right here that's what brenda does and we laughed about it but you know she's sucking my cock she's getting my cock super fucking hard and now i i, I again i just need to be inside of her and i start fucking her in the same position that you and i were in so she's now on her stomach and she really enjoys that position just like you do so that's how that whole thing started and the smacking you probably heard was me slapping up against her ass while i was fucking her because i was fucking her hard yeah i figured as much yeah i mean it was just such an intense experience because now of course i know you're outside and i know what that's like yeah because i've been that person many times you were thinking so, of that during this interaction while i was gone well for sure i i knew no matter where you were you're going to be with an earshot of what was happening so of course i'm while i'm having this amazing experience with Nicole, I'm thinking, I wonder if she's actually paying attention to this. Oh, 100% I was. In fact, imagine this. I am sitting on our couch in the living room. I still have just the slip on. Of course, I don't have any panties on or anything. And I start hearing the smacking going on, knowing that you're probably fucking her brains out. And I start just very lightly like teasing my pussy in the living room. Well, I'm not surprised. Well, she, I turned her back over. So now she's on her back again and very quickly start fucking her kind of in that that position you were referring to earlier where I have my, I have my hands around her ankles, basically almost legs behind her and just fucking her heart as hard as I can. I'm so, I was so worked up at that point that it was almost to some degree, it was more primal, I think, than she and I really would normally play. But I, that has to do, I think, with the energy that you and I have also. And it wasn't too long after that, she came and then I came. It was so fucking hot. And hearing you come the way you did, because of course, I hear you come a lot. We have a lot of sex and you come pretty much every time, which is fantastic. Being able to hear it and not see it was a very different experience for me. And right. it was still now we're over a week removed from that experience. I can I could tell you exactly what you sounded like. Well, yeah, it sounds especially like when you're listening from another room and you're with another partner. I mean, I say this a lot to you. It's different from being in the room with you. It, it, although I, the sounds are very obvious and I and I kind of know what's going on. There's just something different about it when 
I'm not the one that's present. Well, I loved how intense it was. That's really what I'm getting at. I love that it was this incredibly audible, loud moan that you were making. And it seemed to go on for like 30 seconds. And it's kind of dissipating as time goes on. But you're still moaning and still making that amazing noise that you make. And being your partner and experiencing it in a different way was so fun. Well, yeah, again, it's a different kind of experience than you and I normally have. And you haven't had that particular experience in a while. The last time that all of us were together, the four of us, I did finish with Nicole alone in the bedroom, but you and Nick were downstairs. Yeah, I heard none you of it. You couldn't hear anything. We were a com- you were in a completely different part of the house. So yeah, this was, a, again, something that we have done before, but not in a long time. And those kind of, those feelings and th- that energy just comes rushing back to you when you haven't done it in a while. One of the things I will say, though, is you guys finish. I don't hear any more moaning. I hear a little bit of laughing, and it's clear that you guys are talking just a little bit. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, come out of the bedroom already. Like it was probably two minutes and it felt like 20. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. We are so, she and I are so accustomed to having sex and just kind of relaxing after a few minutes, uh, after having sex, just relaxing a few minutes and just enjoying that time. But you're not normally outside the room. Right. So it's just the two of us. And this was kind of different. So I didn't want to hurry because it's rude. And I also didn't want you to be sitting out there by yourself. So more quickly than normal, you know, we start getting dressed and then, you know, went outside to, to see you again. She comes out, her hair is all fucked up even more so than it was when I left. And your face is red. Clearly you had been going to work. And... Well, I was sweating and my balls were still hot. So... <laughs> So she gets herself put together and, you know, obviously we kind of all talked in the kitchen for a couple of minutes and we kissed her. I kissed her goodbye. You walked her to her car. Yes. You come back and I fucking jumped you again. Yeah. Well, it's that thing, right? I mean, we talk about it a lot, especially for me when I know that you've had a really good experience and I can always tell when it's a good experience or when it's not. If you come home or I come back to you and, uh, you know, I could tell by the look on your face and your energy and you, of course, know this was a good experience because you were there. And very similarly to the last time you had a play session and I was in the house and you and I cannot keep our hands off of each other when that happens, even more so than normal, because you're, you're part of the experience, even though you're not like necessarily in the room, you're still part of the experience. I feel like it's one giant tease. That's what it really is. Yeah. I was being teased for the second half of this play session. So then I just fucking needed you. Yeah. So that's, you know, of course, what ensues after that is that hard, aggressive, primal kind of fucking that you and I are normally participate in. And it's nice because I was able to go from not quite so rough, obviously with Nicole, how she and I play to the play that you and I have. And the energies are just so different and everything is just different, but all things considered equal. It's nice to be able to go from one to the other with no bumps in the road. Yeah, that's part of why we're in the lifestyle, right? We have the ability to experience variety and to be able to present ourselves as sexual beings in very different ways. And I think that's just a very cool part of the lifestyle that doesn't get talked about as much as it should. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice addition to, especially when you're able to have those varying levels of intensity and different types of play. And, you know, some is a little bit softer and some is a lot more rough. And it's really nice to be able to do that. It changes things, I think, between you and I, too, because we forget sometimes that we don't play like a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's very different. And it, especially when like Nicole is there watching you and I, I'm uh, pulling your hair and choking you and biting you on the neck. And yeah, that's what I'm like. Oh, this isn't necessarily normal. <laughs> well, you, you know, it's not because someone will say something about it, you know, and then that's how you know, oh, this isn't necessarily the day-to-day norm for folks. It just is for us. I mean, that's just where we live, you know? So what's the review of your birthday threesome? Oh, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. It's one of those things like we've been coming up with ideas for traditions because some of our traditions have gone away now that we've moved and traveled and all of that. So yeah, I think threesomes for birthdays, I don't think gangbangs. I do think maybe a threesome for birthdays is uh, is on the menu. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that tradition. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, a tradition I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or we can get behind you, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad Nicole came up with that idea. I thought it was very thoughtful and sweet of her on top of being Yeah, naughty. I had no idea that was the case. <laughs> She's both sweet and naughty. Perfect combination. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just very lucky to have them in our lives. And I'm glad that we got to share this experience for your birthday. Yeah, a lot of fun. I look forward to the next one. That's the only reason. I'm looking forward to my next birthday, frankly. <laughs> Although we don't really have to wait that long for a threesome if we're being honest with them, but it's always fun. In fact, I think you offered to have a threesome with she and Nick because, you know, we did. So what the hell? And you actually said to him, we don't have to wait till your birthday. Yeah, his birthday's months away. So I'm like, yeah. we, we can just do it on a Tuesday. Right? Yeah. yeah, Wednesday, whatever. <laughs> we can celebrate Taco Tuesday, literally. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes, I'm glad that we had that experience. If you guys want to hear more behind the scenes from this episode, we go into a lot more depth on some of this stuff on our bonus episodes that we offer exclusively for members of our Patreon community. Although I'll say my favorite part of our Patreon bonuses is our Telegram group, which is a fantastic fantastic, supportive, lovely group of people from across the world, most of whom are here in the United States, but we do have some international folks that are so fun to talk to. So if you want to start connecting with really cool people, we would love for you to jump in our Telegram group by heading to patreon.com slash front porch swingers and signing up with us there. We want to say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Matthew, Bill, Trey, Mitch, and Tiffany. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. If you want to see the naughtier stuff, including I have a shoot coming up I haven't even told you about yet, but a very exciting one, something creative and different and sexy as hell that's going to be available at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And don't forget to find all of our events at members.frontporchswingers.com We have them in several cities spanning over several months at this point. Yeah. Also, Podbash 2022 is in full swing. We've got so many people signed up for it. We also have a Telegram group specifically set up for the Podbash folks. And we have a new podcast that just jumped on board with us is going to be joining us for the first time. That's the four play podcast, Bella and Jace. We are so excited that they're going to be coming to Florida with us. Yeah, they're an awesome couple. We are thrilled to be sharing this with them. So lots of fun coming up, lots of experiences in the works that we're going to be obviously sharing with you guys. So make sure you tune in every single week for that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.